0: Alright, so Kimberly's getting ready to come on. Um, get a little background. You know, I was mad my the background as to how I know my guests. Um, I've known Kimberly forever. Like, like, let me see if I like from days when I originally lived in Canada. Um, like <laughs> I knew Kimberly, I knew I knew Kimberly and Jamie and Philip and Steve, I knew all of that. And I remember um one time, I think I was talking to Philip, it was, and um he was like, well, what's your family in jail? Like, like where are you from now? You know, like he's asking me and I'm like, Well, I'm from Dakas. He goes, really from Vacas, you know, um, what family are you from now? And I'm like, um, see my family. And he's like, Really? Like my family like see my family too. And I was like, okay, all right. So, you know, I think we we connected even better knowing that. You know, we we shared um, relatives and we had so much so much in common and stuff. And I I got to interact with Kimberly on numerous occasions um, earlier days of Blackberry Song Crew. If you used to go to a Blackberry Fet, you know what time it is. Yes, if you used to go to a Blackberry Fet, Kimberly would have been one of them, probably at the door <laughs> at the door, making sure that you pay before you walked in, uh, and as if you lived in Canada, uh, and and um. You know, we interacted at uh, Jamie, and then moving, going back home to Dominica, and, and you know, just having lots of interactions with with them, uh, randomly running into her in the mall, stuff like that. This is what um our, our interactions were, and um I remember when you know she said to me, you know, I am I'm, I'm starting this business, and I was like, really, you know, and she and she she started giving me a little history on that. Well, we're gonna talk a little bit more about that in just a little bit. Before that, we have to make some love, share some love, and say a special good day to my guest this evening, Kimberly Ali. Hi. Hi,
1: Kim. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. you lovely. Thank you. I tried. <laughs>
0: Uh, I know you're a little nervous, but there's nothing to be nervous about. Um, it's so good to have you on here with me. I think you you have um a wonderful, a wonderful story. Uh first of all, I want to stop asking you, how are
1: you doing during this pandemic? Well, um, you know, all things considered, I'm doing pretty well. So really can't complain. We're able to work virtually, which is a blessing unlike many others, right? Um, So it's okay, obviously a little hectic because the children are home. So that makes working from home quite challenging, but um, it's good. Okay, that's good. I'm good good to hear that you're good. Uh, You you
0: have had a bit of the best of both worlds, like specious similarities like that. You've lived in two different countries. Two different times in your life or a few different times in your life um tell us a little bit
1: about your your childhood growing up where did you grow up so i grew up in dominica born and raised in dominica um and i lived here until i was 17 and then i left and went to toronto to school
0: okay and what was what was school
1: like like what were your days of school like um, where, in Dominica or in Toronto? In Dominica. My school life in Dominica was wonderful. I loved it. Um, I went to Convent Prep, and that was fun. A lot of the friends that I had in Convent Prep, well, the, the female friends, followed me with to Convent High School. That's where I went, which was awesome. I had an amazing time and education in Dominica. I loved the fact that I was able to go to school in Dominica. Yeah, it was really yeah. good we're getting lots of
0: interactions again i have to head back to facebook to see them um keisha is saying we're locked in hi kimmy Aina, Aina is saying whoop whoop hey kimmy uh Sha- shanis is saying you look so lovely kimmy um lester baron is saying solid business woman so a lot of folks are are commenting make sure you guys share the live so everybody can know more about Kimmy. <laughs> like everybody's everybody's commenting uh, about you okay so you eventually you you left dominica and you went to study what what did you go and
1: study and why so that's actually interesting because growing up in dominica um i did really well in sciences and i did strict sciences so biology chemistry physics mm-hmm. um, so I think I was almost socialized, you know, in Dominica, like when you do really well in sciences, it was an automatic, well, you're going to do medicine. Um, I thought it was either like, you know, you either got told at that time, okay, well, you're going to do medicine or you're going to do accounting or you're going to become a lawyer, right? So that's that's all I really had in mind. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I actually went up to do medicine. Like that was my goal at the time. Yeah. I said I wanted to do medicine, and actually, um, I wanted to be a pediatrician. So, I went up and I went to University of Toronto, and I actually started doing biochemistry. That was my major. That was my pre-med. Yeah, but I changed after a year. <laughs> what, what? When did you realize that that was not
0: what you were cut out for? You would that was not where your life
1: was leading. After my first year, um, so I found myself, although I enjoyed sciences, it was all I had really done up to that point. Um, I found myself in a lecture hall with 500 students, and I really was maybe like one out of five black students out of a lecture of 500, um, you know, doing that major and what I started to find was although I love sciences it didn't allow me to there was not much interaction going on it was basically I was told that this is how something happened and that was it Um, and of course I had to take electives Mm -hmm. so through my elective courses where I started doing some political science some sociology some different types of courses that I had never done before um, they allowed for much discussion And I could actually talk and give my opinion. And I started to really, like my worldview really started to expand at that point in time. And little by little, I started really feeling like, wow, there's so much more out there that I guess that I didn't know about. And I became much more interested in my elective courses rather than my major. What elective courses really did it for you? Um, I want to say the political science courses, the ones that really got me thinking, the ones that talked about the world and the way different things worked. Um, I found those to be really interesting, yeah.
0: So you decide after a year that to pull with medicine. H- how did your family react?
1: Well, actually this was, um, and it's interesting because the the former guest, Ashel, it was that was a very good interview and at that point in time when I decided this not many people know but I went through a bit of a depression because I had grown up all my life thinking that this was what I wanted to do and so it almost became like my identity so me letting go of that of the idea that I wasn't going to become a doctor and whatever prestige that people usually associate with that that started to affect me um but i spoke to my mom my mom was the first person that i called and i cried because i thought i was going to disappoint my family in a way um and i told her you know mom like i realized that this isn't what i want to do like you know and she told me that's fine like she was very loving i'll never forget the way that she embraced it she was fine with it she encouraged me She told me, you know, to just think about what it was that I wanted to do. If I didn't want to do that again, then that that, that was fine. So eventually I made my switch. Yeah. Okay, so you made your switch. And what did you switch to? (laughs) I switched to international development. So I actually did a double major in international development and health studies. That's what I did. Why, Why these two? Well the international development I guess a lot of the courses I had taken with like as elective courses and um I was one who I grew up always sort of involved in like projects um I was always part of clubs always part of assisting like my mom did a lot of work in the community as well and so I think I loved serving people I loved helping people and for me that was I started sort of envisioning seeing myself out there helping people maybe traveling around the world etc so that that's why I went to international yeah. development and your other and your other major well health studies because I I was always interested in in science and the body as well so it sort of balances out for me too yeah
0: it gave you it gave you an excuse it gave me an excuse <laughs> <laughs> now now you you said your mom was was okay with it how about the other people around you how did they react to you because you 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 did mention you know you went through a a period of depression and a lot of times people go through that because you're worried about not just you making a decision for yourself but how people are going to respond to it and then like like i remember when i told everybody i was going to dental school and then when i when that switched is like coming back home on vacation, everybody's like, well, you're not in dental school anymore. And you're like, no, (laughs) no, I got sick of watching down people's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how did everyone else take that that information from you?
1: So my family themselves, they were great. That's how my family is. Thank God I have a supportive family. Um, But my concern was coming back to Dominico and hearing what others had to say. So some people said to me, "You know, like, oh, but you're such a smart girl, like you're wasting your brains. you know like things like that that you 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 hear. And at the time, you know it it hurt and and it um maybe fed into that difficulty that I was experiencing as at the time, obviously it didn't help. Um, but I expected it, I expected that. And the funny thing is that I wasn't the only one going through that at the time. there there were maybe two friends of mine who went up to study the same time as me, um, who expected to do medicine and so on, who switched and we were all experiencing the same thing at the same time. And we used to speak often about it. Yeah.
0: Wow. So at least you you had a really good support system and that's good. And the things I want to also let people know, especially people who are coming on the live or people who are just probably just viewing, you know, um, there is a lot of pressure that you put on students when they're. I, I personally don't understand or don't know how somebody
1: can figure out what they want to do at 17. I didn't know. I had no clue at that point in time. That, it took me a long time. That, yeah. But
0: growing up in the Caribbean, there's not really the transition period to yeah. figure that out. Yeah. You know, whereas in North America, they they kind of prepare you for so much more. Um in the Caribbean, you're kind of pigeonholed is like, okay, so you're very good at at sciences, you're gonna be a doctor. Right. You're very good at um business subjects, you're gonna be an accountant. Oh, you're being bad in school, you are scribbling all over the world, you're gonna be a dumbass. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, you know that. It's true, it's true. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. how how and and we forget that hey, that person that Screaming, probably that person's an artist, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't need to be exploring. And and there's so much pressure, you know. Um, um, Jarelle is saying it's amazing how much pressure is still placed on students to be medical doctors, even today. There's so many more opportunities out there or possibilities out there. It's extremely courageous of her to make the change. Hats off to your family for being supportive. Um, Sari, Corbett uh, Elwin Siren is saying hi, JL, and and Kimi locked in. Hi, Mary. Lisa Aron is saying, big up to you. Um, She's shouting you out. Uh, That's Auntie Cheryl's is shouting you out and saying "Hi!" So you made that change and you decided that you were going to do um, international um, development and health health studies. How was that entire program for you?
1: It was good. Um, It taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about the world. But the interesting part to me is that like when I graduated from university, (laughs) um, we had a really big celebration. And for me, the celebration was less about the actual degree and more about what it took for me to accomplish it, that I actually um, made it through and there was so much more that i learned just through the process of actually pursuing that degree while working full time etc um than i might have even learned through the classes themselves you know so for me that that is the biggest part okay. so you you complete university what happens next um well so i completed university and I think I may have continued working for one more year I used to serve at a restaurant full-time red lobster um while I went to school mm-hmm. and so after I graduated I then got a job um, at a non community organization who Soraya who's actually on the chat um she brought me into there and i got this amazing position that transformed my life pretty much That's tell, what. Us, tell us a little bit about
0: that I, I think i'm excited to know tell us a little bit about that process and what really made it transform your life
1: yeah okay so um it was tropicana community services organization that was the name non profit um Caribbean based so mostly everybody there who worked there was of Caribbean descent so it was an amazing environment to be in living in Toronto at the time. Yeah I, I'm just thinking of all the foods that you <laughs> yes actually we had a lot of different food. Um <laughs> But I ended up being the program coordinator for what was called the Summer Jobs for Youth in Toronto. Mm -hmm. So it was funded by the government of Ontario. And every summer, the community organization, it was a huge program at the time, would um, take on about a 1,000 youth from 15 different communities in toronto what would have been considered um, the at risk the most at-risk communities and they would find them well we would find them as a team first time employment because they they would have never had a job before Mm -hmm. so we would find them jobs for the summer right so we would have 15 offices open up in these so one office open in each community And the program would then be rolled out in each of these communities where we made contacts with employers. They were placed there for a period of time. And um, we would pay the students. So the uh, employers would not pay. They would basically just provide the work experience. um, And then we would monitor them and we would train them. We provided them with a lot of like employability training and so on. And then when they were all done, um, we would do like a transition uh, training to get them back ready for school or to continue on into the workplace.
0: What about that changed your life?
1: Well, I coordinated it. Well, I didn't start off coordinating it, but I came in as a team leader or supervisor for one of the offices. Um, And based on the job that I did, how well I did at that job, at that site, the um, director of the program, when the the job was coming about to run the entire program, the director told me that I should apply, and I told her she was crazy. Really, like, that's literally what I told her. I I thought she was mad. I told her, no, right? And she told me, no, I'm telling you, based on how you handled that um, site, You can do this job. So I went ahead and I applied and I got the job. And um, to make a long story short, it basically, wow, showed me how to coordinate lots of things. It gave me lots of experience with training, experience with um, accounting because we would have to account for all 15 sites and the money that went through. Um, It gave me experience with supervising over 50 staff. So, you know, I got a wealth of experience doing that and I loved it. Um, And it also showed me how much I loved coordinating things and organizing them and seeing systems work and flow. That's really when I got to see the skills that I had, you know, I got to see them really come out through that work. So Now,
0: you had this amazing job and you
1: left it all to move back to Dominica. Why? Well, I had some jobs after that, you know, but um, I always wanted to come back to Dominica. I always knew, I mean, this is where I grew up. I always wanted to contribute um, to Dominica, to take my skills, whatever it was that I learned, and to give back. So You know when the time came about um with other things going on in my life it was just the right time for me to make the move Uh, my brother was also starting up his business and so it was just a good time for me to go and sort of start using my skills to help him get organized and um from there to start my own business I,
0: i i find this so inspiring you know because um a lot of people don't even understand a lot of People in Dominica or just in the islands, per se, don't even understand that, hey, a lot of us who come back, we actually choose to come back. (laughs) You know, it's like, nobody goes to our head. We're having a lot, we're getting a lot of good experiences and stuff. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of us want to give back. And we really, really, really love our country like we really like we have a bobo in our heart for our country. <laughs> we don't go home. it's never going to cure. You know like it's constantly going to just make pause and it's going to yeah, sure and we, like we need to go back. So it's really amazing that you decided to go back and 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 give back and do I want to talk about you know um you 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 helped your brother set up his his company but you you now have um, or run an interesting company that that a lot of people don't know about in Dominica. I mean Dominica is a small a small place and I remember um one of the one of the things I, when I started doing a specific something I will not really talk about it because it's not about me. Somebody said to me, "But why would you do that, Jill? Like like where is the market for that?" You know, like 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 why? And I so I explained to them I was like, "Well, why would you want to do you want prefer to pay somebody that amount and just have them do just that and you can pay somebody that amount and have them do just that you know and and when when you reached out to me and you said hey jill i'm actually gonna be starting off this this company um called organized me and i was like what is that about like (laughs) my life and and it's funny, though, when I posted that you were coming on, one of the people who I, I, I suspect worked with you, she's like, oh, my God, I need her to come and organize my life because that person now lives in another country. Um, tell us a little bit about how you organize people's lives.
1: Okay. Well, the business really is in that, so not only people's lives, so individuals, their lives, um, and then also businesses, right? So we do that by offering a variety of services and that would include, um, we do bookkeeping. So we help organize people's financial records, um, which we tend to find in Dominica. A lot of people, they start off businesses, um, they may be, you know sole proprietors and so on are entrepreneurs and they mix their business with their personal. they know they're making money but they have no idea how much money they're making they don't know where the money is going to right so we do that we also do um the virtual office services which are like my favorite um because basically you could be someone who owns a business but let's say you just started out right you're not able to rent space because we all know that it costs a lot um, to pay for rent so you're not able to rent yet Um, you may not be able to hire on any staff yet that way or you may not need to right like let's say you own property that's run by a board of directors or managed by a board of directors you have no office um so we can be your office right so that's what we do we take on your full administration or you know as little or as much of it as you want us to um and then our office can actually act as your own so all your clients can be directed to our office um and then it also works for some businesses. So some clients that we have, they have their own office, but their office is not located in Roseau. It's um, on the outskirts of the city, somewhere that maybe their clients may not travel to in order to pay them. So they, you know, they have us where their clients can then be directed to us for things like paying of bills or, you know, dropping off of mail, et cetera. Um, we do administration you know, work completely, so, so what you would consider to be secretarial. Um, and we also rent meeting space. It's a unique, small, um, really cozy space. People love it. When they come in, they, they always remark that they didn't know that like, this was in Dormiga. Um So people can meet there, or they can work privately. They can rent it um and recently we started off doing professional development which is near and dear to my heart um our office manager mr george um he really brought that on when he came and so now we offer csec um courses for those who may not have done it before and we also offer um you know training courses so quick books secretarial stuff like that and we also do after school programs for young people yeah so you.
0: oh my god like um i i'm so excited about what you do because i don't think a lot of people even understand the value of having somebody like you in their life um because all of these things that you you just said somebody, somebody might be like so overwhelmed about all of it but there's so many businesses in dominica i know that for a fact who they they probably have somebody answering their phones but they're not doing it properly they probably um not getting their money on time because they don't have somebody collecting on their behalf
1: right, right
0: exactly to drop off payments because they probably based in Casabrus and most of their customers are in Roseau, right? Because Let's City probably selling passion fruit. It could be any sort of business. You can pretty much be their virtual assistant and, and, and reach out. And I think it's such a an awesome idea. I remember when you first came on, I was like, oh my God, that is such a really, really good idea. Um, Do you offer this just in Dominica or have you extended that elsewhere? Okay,
1: so we currently work with um, clients in the States, in Toronto, as well. um, And we are going to be expanding further, so look out for that. Um, But we definitely don't want to just stay in Dominica because it is such a unique service, and we love it. We're a team of six, and we're all very passionate about it. So we really are going to be taking it further, yeah
0: wow this is really good um i can believe that what you guys are doing i think uh, a lot of small businesses because believe it or not of dominica dominica and the caribbean and all the caribbean islands have a lot of small businesses um people have people want to work for themselves they want to do but then in working for yourselves you tend to mix your business with your pleasure because you 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 just make $500, you push it in your pocket, and um, you pass down by the, by the bay and you buy fish and you buy this. And, and there's yeah. no responsibility because you're like, and then you realize, you say, but wait, I didn't just make $500. Like, where did it go? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what happened to that money? You know, I, I was yeah. supposed to take that money to pay pay this or, or, or to do that or to do the other. But that's where you come in because you right. can give, you know, provide a record and let people know, hey, you you can still be your uh, your own business your own boss right and who has time to manage people exactly so let us do it for you i think it's an awesome initiative that you've taken on um Kimberly, you and your team and i i can only see you know um so much more happening because the sky's the limit with this because you could do everything Brilliant. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and I really must applaud you guys. And then in addition to that, you've also um you're also giving back because now you're doing the professional services as well as um the, the co-op students. How how does that how, how how has that been working out for you? I mean now it's COVID, so everything is like on a standstill, but once everything goes back, how, how exactly does that work out in terms of this? The students and the after-school programs? Well,
1: we've actually been um, continuing the after-school program virtually, yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we have. Um, so, we're, I mean, we're not at full capacity as we would have been if we were in the space, but a lot of our students have stayed on with us, and our teacher, Miss Danielle, she plugs in every day, uh, meets with them virtually we meet on google meets and we have all our classes up on google classroom for the csec um all our professional development courses everything continues right now amidst COVID. we've just moved to the online platform Mm -hmm. Um, yeah but that is spearheaded by mr george and miss daniel assist with that and they do a really remarkable job with the students love them (laughs) So, you know, I must uh, commend them on
0: that. I just gonna go into the, the the chat a little bit. So um Alex Laron is saying we need more folks out there to go back home and contribute to their country or our countries, just like Kimberly did. So he's 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 really bigging you up on that. Uh, Beverly Lawrence is saying this song's so amazing. Uh, Shanice says such an amazing leader um hashtags team of six i suspect that that is one of your yes. uh, yeah a lot of saying i agree um with and I, and I think that this is agreeing with alex unfortunately guys i cannot see all of the comments i can see the comments coming in but it's not allowed it's not populating on my platform today i don't know why i'm gonna I'm um, actually move into that but i'm only seeing the first five comments that that are current um so if you like to ask a question now is a good time to ask a question if you're having a hard time um if i'm unable to see probably send it to me directly through a dm me um and i will i will definitely try and ask your your, your comment um philip is saying um yes i big up zandoli philip this must me Okay, so the I don't know. Um, the the Nifro Queen is saying always been on top of things, Kimmy. Um, so a lot of folks are are definitely sharing. Um, guys, I want to encourage you to share. Make sure you share the link. Share the live. Let people know that this is going on. This is um this is what's happening. Garvin George saying wouldn't have worked out without your leadership so he's picking you up um alex Laron is saying philo trust me without Zandoli. They, they're they're picking on you
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: they're, picking, they're picking on you uh, so what happens next for organizing
1: um well as i said lots of big things to come we're looking at expanding um and then business continues so once we are able to get back into the office um you know we're going to continue with our after school program we really want to make it different um so you know not just homework help not just uh strict subjects but as i told you it was near and dear to my heart we want to you know really um add some different things like life skills and so on so that the, the young people can get a sense of other things that are out there, um, so yeah, definitely the work continues, and we're going to keep pushing that virtual office service because I really think it's extremely beneficial, and so many people, to me, in Dominica, could benefit from it. Like I mean, you know, why not? You know, give your business that professional look, that professional edge, um, without the cost. Yeah yeah because you don't have to pay for six people you don't have to pay for six people and you don't have to pay rent and you know you get your people to walk into a nice looking place in Lonegar.
0: yeah yeah um that is so fantastic and i love the fact that you've incorporated that with giving back and i love what you decide to give back um with because it shows that you know um Even with your upbringing, that you there were challenges, and you decided what you wanted to do in life, and I I get the sense that you don't want another student feeling, oh my god, like I just wasted a year, or I just went through a year, or two years, or three years, or four years completing university, and I absolutely hate that degree, and now I have to go to a second degree because I absolutely that's not what I wanted to do. I mean, not that there's nothing like there's nothing like lost knowledge or too much knowledge but sometimes especially when you have uh uh, you have your eyes set on something you really want to just get out there and get it done and then you're not stuck going back to do something else because you didn't like what you just went through Uh, it's good that you guys are offering all of these services that can help students kind of guide their path and so you could know right off the bat, you know what? Secretary work that for me. Bookkeeping now for me, you know, or, or so and so not. Oh, but I really like this. You know, I really like um, customer service because, believe it or not, there might be a lot of people, some people might say, oh, I I remember people saying, oh, customer service, what is customer service? What is a customer service rep? That is a job now, you know? Like, people can look down on these things so much, but there are such lucrative um um ways of doing, of, of doing business and customer service, you can make some good money, you know? And I love the fact that you guys have expanded and you're gonna be, you're opening up the market to other possibilities and other uh, other young people can take advantage of. And guess what, it's virtually, so COVID, who? You know? (laughs) I wanna encourage you guys, um, you Kimberly and your team, continuing to do the, the the great work that you're, you're doing. I said it be I'm very proud of my baby sister. The sky's the limit. Um, Sari saying Kim is such a professional at heart. Organizing was a great idea. So proud of you. Good job. Um, Kazim is saying amazing work, Kimberly. Where do, where do I see this work? Um, where do you see this work company in the next five years? So that's a question for you. Where do you mm-hmm. see this work slash company in the next five years?
1: So I see us all over the region, really. Um that's my goal. So I know that we can do it. Um so that's the, the goal, Kasim is to see us throughout the region. So you're not only going to see organize me Dominica, but you know, organize me St. Lucia, organize me moving on and moving on. And um that all the the offices will connect and we will have a pool of resources and training and um that's how i see it working okay. next five years. how do you feel about moving back to Dominica? pardon how do you feel about your move to Dominica? um i th- i feel it was the best move um don't get me wrong i love toronto toronto definitely has its its books i still um visit toronto often and i'll continue to do so but for me, Dominica is a home. Um, I love the fact that I can finish work and I can go to the river, I can go to the sea. Um, I'm a mom of two. I love the fact that they can run all around and I don't really have to, you know, worry too, too much as I probably would in Toronto in terms of the environment. I love the fact that most of my family is here, you know, I'm around my family. For me, that's important, um, and I, you know, it's home. yeah. It has its challenges, you know. It has its challenges. We all know that, um, but hey, you know, I would work through those challenges any day to be here.
0: Kimberly, it was such an awesome privilege having you here on this show. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can see any more, any more comments but most people are saying great job Lynn King is saying great job um someone is saying one in the house um <laughs> uh Alex Laron is saying that's it Kimi keep it growing the comments are coming in guys make sure with the comments share the live share the links so other folks can get to know about Kimberly and the and the, the other guests on the show um uh someone is saying Kimi you've always been a good support it's comfort having you back home. You're a real valley girl from a long time, uh, so that's what someone is saying. Um, wonderful, you sound very grounded. Um, Adara is saying, "Ina um, is saying, great job, Kimi. Lot of support um, coming for you um, here on on this show, and we just want to encourage you to keep doing. It. I mean." I know you're gonna do it. I don't need need to really encourage you because I know you're gonna do it. But it's good to know that you are that people are supporting you, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I remember when we spoke, you were you were nervous about coming on the show, um, initially, and I said to you, you know, don't worry, you know, like you'll be fine, you know. It's but it's it's always so refreshing when, in your line of work, I'm sure you probably didn't, you know people are there supporting, you, especially your cool sneak family. But to know that there are a lot of people out there, you know, just Really looking at you and looking at your work and looking at what you do—it's so—it's such a nice feeling to be supported. And and I want to encourage you. I want to say to you, you know, from my heart, you know, to keep doing your thing. I keep doing your damn thing, girl. <laughs> 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 doing your thing. Yeah. I. I mean, so many, so many great things have come out of this, and so many great things will continue to come out of this. Uh, I also want to encourage you know all the other folks who've been coming on to continue to show support. Uh, something that I've been. Sort of reiterating on my show over the last couple of weeks, um, and saying you know a lot of times we talk the talk but we don't walk the walk. Like we need to show a, a lot more support to our own, um, not just our 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 entertainers and but our our small business owners and our entrepreneurs like yourself. You know, our young people who are doing. We so negative I find sometimes. it's yeah, and, sure. and and we we don't even realize that. How much damage we do not just to the people but to ourselves when we put out all of our negative energy. So I I'm trying my best in the most subtle way. Sometimes not so subtle because I just call people all kinds of names on here and seeing, you know what, all kinds of stuff, you know. But to support each other, you know, keep support and sometimes supporting supporting each other doesn't mean that you have to go by kim to give her all your business you know uh but but just being there and 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 when she she posts something about her her her, her um her things that she's doing comment her on it or share <laughs> you know that is how you show support we're asking for for your email and i know i know it because Gavin just posted it it's kim at organizedme.org. So that is K-I-M at O-R-G-A-N-I-Z-L-Z-E-B-M-E.org. Um, she's also on Facebook. I don't know if she's, her profile's public, uh, but you could search her. Um, Kim, you have any additional um, places that people can reach out to you? Because some folks, a lot of folks actually are asking, how can we connect with you?
1: yeah so you can connect with us on Facebook we actually have a, a page on Facebook um, organized me Dominica um, we're also on Instagram I believe so Gavin has us on there um, or you can check my personal page Kimberly Aline, you could check me on there And as you said, the email, Kim, at OrganizeMe.org. You could also get us at management at OrganizeMe.org. That's it, guys. Um, Kim,
0: thanks for being a guest. Thank
1: you, JL. Thanks a lot.
0: You're welcome. It's it's a pleasure. You are such a pleasing person. I don't ever recall running into you and you were sad. You always have a smile on your face. Um, And no matter what you're going through, you always... Wearing a smile, so uh, and and that says a lot. um, um right. Good things, good things come to positive people, and right? I and I and I'm sending all that good goodness your way, you know. And I'm just, sending
1: it right back to you as
0: well. And I'm gonna take it, you know. I'll take all it.
1: Yes, to all of our guests. To,
0: yes, to yes. Our guests. And yeah. and that is to to the guests, you know, to all of the people who are locked in, want to you some yeah. positive energy, some positive vibes. It's a tough time. A tough time to be. It in is, tough time. Um especially if you're not used to being I don't like inside. You know, I'm not one of those persons that like inside at all. And being inside is like right.
1: You're opposite of me.
0: Right. So um but but there's I I started the show, you know, giving up some tips as to what you could be doing and stuff. And I just wanna, you know, send some light and send some love to everyone. Um it's a weekend. I know you all are still on the curfew now, Anika. Um, I think some islands are also lifting their curves, in, in a couple of days and so Just take everything one day at a time, uh, you know, and prepare yourselves for when COVID is done for you to start moving and making money and doing things, you know, and, and, and if money continues, if life has continued as normal for you, because for some of us, we, we operate virtually. I've been one of those, yeah. <laughs> right? I've always, and people always say to me, oh, Jay, oh, always on social media, not everybody on social media, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so, mm-hmm. it did not really directly affect us in that sense. Um, but, but, you know, for those of you who, who've been affected, um, again, send you some love, send you some light, and wishing once everything comes back to normal that you can um, get back to the, to the, to the kick of things and, and and start getting your business rolling. And if you need that extra help or if you need to get organized, you know how to, you know what to do. You know what to do. do. (laughs) It's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Bye everyone. Thank you guys. Thank you so very much for um, being here with me on the show. I really, truly do appreciate all of you. I just wanna, before I forget, I wanna wish my dearest cousin, um, the Joel of Rice, Gary Joseph Anthony himself. Um, I wanna wish him a happy birthday. Today's his birthday. Uh, they were actually having a virtual um, party for him on Zoom and I could not be part of that. Um, because I'm here with you guys, um, but I just want to wish him a happy birthday. He's one of these cousins who've always supported me, who's always um, looked out for me, he's always had my back. And he will continue, and he's continuously given me advice and reached out up to today. I sent him a message wishing him happy birthday, and his response was advice. And I'm just like, partner, like I wish you a happy birthday, like, like, free me up now. Right, he's always um, there for me and and for my family and stuff, and I just want to big him up on his special day. Um, I just want to remind you guys that I'm back on tomorrow. After the end of May, I think the show is going to be switching up a bit. I think we're going to be only on on Sunday evenings because we have some new things happening. We'll keep you informed on that. The next week from Monday, uh, sorry, from the 5th, sorry, which is Tuesday, the 5th of May, Up until the 15th of May, I will be live on Vibes Radio as well as on here. And we will be doing a special um, COVID edition uh, on the Woman to Woman show, which airs 9 to 10 a.m. So I'll be hosting that for about uh, 10 days, nine days thereabouts um, on Vibes Radio. So I want to encourage you guys if you look, listen to radio. If not, you can still come on here. I will be on here as well so the show will be connected both ways i want to encourage you guys to tune in be back tomorrow we have two new guests so we have sophia's gonna be on with us and cats mafia is gonna be on with us so i want to encourage you to tune in tomorrow same time same place if you need any more information you could just check um check out the flyers that are posted on my facebook instagram make sure you follow me on instagram jl joseph facebook JL Joseph everywhere. JL Joseph, thank you guys for tuning. By the way, guys, I cannot add any more friend friends. I have about um, just about eight thousand pending friend requests. So, just want to let you guys know, um, I can't add any more friends. You can either follow me on my personal page, or you can add me on my on my um, other page. So, you could just follow me on my my public page, um, but on my profile page. You can only follow me. So, unfortunately, I cannot add any more friend requests. Um, I've been trying to get Facebook to change that, but it's like pulling teeth because I literally have over a thousand friend requests and I have not been able to add friends for more than four years. <laughs> so, um, I just want to um, say thanks again, guys, for tuning in to faculty. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're right here with me, and I really truly appreciate you. Until tomorrow, have
1: a good evening. Bye bye.